0: So not all that's done, we got drinks going around. But I'm here, so I wanna share a little something-something with y'all, all All right? I have been camping out in the Book of Psalms for the last couple of weeks. And how many of y'all familiar with the Book of Psalms? Heard about it, might have read one or two of them. There's a lot, there's like 150 of them. Only one person has heard of the Book of Psalms? I'm gonna enlighten a whole bunch of y'all tonight. All right, right. so let me give y'all the Cliff Notes version to the book of Psalms. Now, David wrote most of the, most of the book of Psalms. Well, well, he wrote about half of them, all right? And a lot of David's Psalms went one way. It went like this. Dear God, please kill my enemies. P.S. Love you. Amen, right? So that was how a lot of his Psalms went. But then there's others of them where he realized he did some messed up stuff. Right? And he says things like, Dear God, only before you have I sinned. Right? Dear God, please wash me clean that I might start anew. Right? Those are one of my favorites. I think one I spoke about the last time I was here, he says, restore me to the joy of your salvation. Right? He says things like that. But nowhere in them do you read about David challenging God right and that's one of the things I want to talk to y'all about tonight so I've been a pastor for for a few years and and I I see we got a lot of middle school students here and, and I see that it's not just to middle school students a lot of adults wrestle with two major areas when it comes to God right the first area that they wrestle with is They want a God of their own creation, right? Because a lot of people in ignorance, they believe God is too strict and He's too mean and He wants to squash their lifestyle and He wants to change them up and He wants to make them different people and He wants to do all of this. So rather than saying, okay, I'm gonna obey God, they go, I'm gonna obey God, but I'm still gonna camp out in this sin over here. I'm gonna still kind of hang out in this little place And I'm gonna do this thing over here, but God forgives me, right? So I'm gonna be all right, right? So in essence, what they're doing is they're basically creating a God of their own design. So that's creation making their own creator. The second problem that we have is, is if you do believe in God and you're all in with God, the problem that we have is with our level of patience. Guys, I'm gonna need y'all to just keep it down a little bit back here because I'm losing my train of thought. Drink, folk. Thank you. The second problem that we're having is, even if we do believe in God, we're impatient. And so we might believe in this God, but we want him to do everything on our own time, not on his time. And if the praise aren't answered fast enough, and things aren't changing in our lives fast enough, then wow, this God, what kind of God is he? Right, And so the bit of Psalms that I want to share with you tonight comes out right in the beginning. It's Psalm chapter 8. And he says this in verse 3. He says, when I look at your heavens, at the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him? and the son of man that you could care for. I want to read that part again. What is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you care for him? See, the problem that we have with both of those issues I just discussed is that we forget about this part. We forget that God is mindful of us because he is indeed the creator and we are his creation. Yeah. It's not the other way around. It's his way around. And so, so many times we find ourselves in a, in a place of entitlement. And we're saying, well, if God loved me, then why not this? And if God, God's word says what it says and, and he does where he does, then why am I in the position that I find myself in? And if God is good, then why does so much bad happen? You guys ever, let me put this mildly. You guys ever get a straight whooping from your parents for doing something stupid? I did. Right? I know you did. Now, it hurt, right? And at the time, after it's all over, you're feeling pain, right? Might be feeling some anger, might be mad at mom or dad or whatever, right? and you walk away and you deal with that punishment and you go, well, I guess, if I'm smart, I ain't gonna do that again. Or if you're dumb, you got another whooping coming your way, right? (laughs) A lot of times as a kid, you might think the reason for the whooping was your parents' anger. And what you don't understand is what they're trying to do is mold you. They're trying to show you the right way to go they're trying to tell you that they want you to be the best version of yourself that you can be and a lot of times situations in our life are just that they're just whoopings right? it says God can't fix what ain't broken amen to that, me too bro he's still working on me still working on me right? And so I still camp out in this area that I want y'all guys to understand me in right now. I know I'm talking around and I'm talking a little bit of circles and I'm saying this and I'm saying this and I'm saying this. But the psalm says, who are we that God should be mindful of us? And I know there's some of you out there sitting and you going, God ain't mindful of me because my life is like this. And I got this going on, and I got this going on, and I got this going on. So if God is mindful of me, where's he at? I'm gonna answer that question with another question. And my question is, where are you? Because a lot of times when we find ourselves in situations we forget we didn't really have God in mind when we were making those decisions. And so a lot of what we're experiencing right now are the consequences of those decisions. And so if we didn't have God in it in the beginning, why are we looking for him at the end? Why are we asking God to spare us from stuff that we got into all on our own? And then another very valid point is God doesn't promise to save you. From anything in this earth. But He does promise to walk you through it. He does promise to be with you in it. And so if you're feeling alone and you're feeling separated from God, I can almost guarantee you that it's you who are the one that turned your back on Him and not vice versa. And so today, I'm going to appeal to you Appeal to your spiritual sense. Appeal to the Holy Spirit that is working in you, whether you believe it's working or not. And I'm going to tell you to let God be God. And let Him do what He does. And trust Him in the outcome of that. And in the meantime, know this. He is always always mindful of you and it would do you a great justice to reciprocate and be mindful of him in all that you say and all that you do. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. All right. Well, I'm going to thank y'all for letting me rant on for a little bit. I'm going to say a prayer and then the seeker's is going to rally the troops and we're going to get underway. Sounds like a plan? Join me in this prayer, why don't you? Dear God, we just thank you. We thank you so much that uh, I'm, I'm going to say there were probably about five people that were really listening to what I was saying. I'm going to be generous and say five. But God, you know what your word does. And, and so my prayer is that your word pierced more than five hearts tonight. My prayer is that there's many men and women that are sitting here right now contemplating your word and what it means for them. I'm praying that as we move through this night that for those who need prayer they might find it. We pray for those convicted hearts to be restless until it urges them to move. Where they're going to move, that's your call, Lord, but our prayer is that they move closer to you. Physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, Lord. Lord, I pray that in the darkest of days, our brothers and sisters might see your light. I pray that in the greatest of despairs, Lord, they might believe in your hope. I pray that that's enough. And I pray it changes lives, tonight, tomorrow, and here on after. Lord, we love you. We thank you for your son who not only died that we might live forever, but he lived to show us how to live. May we be obedient to what he's taught us. May we be diligent following your word. Lord, we love you. We thank you. And we pray this all in Jesus' name. And my brothers and sisters said, Amen. "Amen." Thank y'all so much for your time, volunteers. This podcast was recorded live and uncut at our homeless food share events. To learn more about Straight Street, visit our website at straightst.org.